Welcome back to Husbandos. This week we're going to talk about uh, Vivi Flores. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Time Travel Stories Are Not Bullshit. Really, they aren't. LLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, uh, the whole gang's here again. Uh, Scott's here with us. Hey, hey, hey. And we got Kevon. Kevin. Hey, what's up? All right, so um, I'm not doing the reading, the synopsis thing. I'm just going to tell you my... Okay. Viv- Vivi Fluorite Eye Song. Um, so it's about, like, the first autonomous AI in the world. And uh, she has to go on this mission to uh, prevent a major war from happening 100 years in the future between... AI and humans, but kind of a twist. She's got a, she's an AI, and she's got to stop the AI from like destroying humanity. And that's that's the gist of it right there. She's the waifu T one thousand. Yeah, oh yeah, waifu T one thousand. Hot take. <laughs> mhm. So uh, definitely, like you know, it's uh, the name is like. Has song in it, so you're thinking idol and all that jazz. But uh, it's it's definitely like a sci-fi action, plenty of action, and um, uh, which is really kind of right up my alley. It's kind of my jam. So let's get started, uh, and just with uh, regular general opinions. Uh, let's start with Kevin. General opinions. Yeah. Well. Yay, nay. You hate it? You love it? Um, at first, I was kind of detached, the first episode. Um, it didn't quite uh, uh, get me, because honestly, it, the disposition, like, always with the Japanese, like, they're, they're, they're like, uh, explaining everything, and blah, 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 let, let's, let's build up the setting. And, and, and this time, they didn't do the sh- sh- show, they they did the tell in very rapid succession in the first episode and that kind of annoyed me like that fucking teddy teddy bear with the uh, big big monologues and everything. But uh, yeah, with the second episode it it, it kind of reeled me back in being giving off this uh, heavy eighty six vibe and kind of like with with really good uh, uh, action animation scenes that had like this. You know, not action superstar, uh, kick-ass, everything, uh, anime style, but like more believable, but cool. <laughs> like, it, I really, I really like the action scenes. Um, so that kind of got me back into the game. So right, I, right. It's a, it's a yay uh, for me. Okay, Scott. Uh, I have to st- agree. Uh, this is a, a one that was. Um, it was a bit wishy-washy, just like Kevin said for me in the in the beginning, because I was like, "Okay, like what is this?" Because she, you know, yeah. in the beginning she comes out and she's like, "Uh, there's a girl. It's not the actual uh, uh diva or Vivi, whatever her name is. It's a, another one that comes out and she's like, I'm singing, 
this crazy song and it, there's all this like happiness and I was like what is this is like Disneyland uh, this is kind of how I looked at uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid <laughs> and the robot the robot uh, band that they had <laughs> Oh, you know. the, the horror band. It, well, that's what, and then all of a sudden it pans out, and people, she's singing to, like, bloody corpses, and I was like, wait, what the yeah, hell is yeah. this? The apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it was like a, uh, uh, I don't know, The ju- I, I enjoyed the juxtaposition of that aspect of it, because the song was all, like, peaceful and yeah, happy, happy, and it was playing in the background while... They're showing robots like brutally, brutally just murdering people everywhere. And I was like, oh, okay, you have my attention. Uh, and then, you know, and then it kept going and kept going. And then it did kind of a, a storytelling pirouette eventually within the th- three episodes where she becomes, she being Vivi, becomes like this John Wick T-1000 like guard robot or whatever they called her, uh, whatever that one guy called her, mm-hmm. uh, bodyguard robot. I don't know. And so I was like, wait a minute. So this, this, this AI's job and the, she was programmed initially to, what, what does she say? Make everyone happy by singing. Yes. Yeah. Make everyone smile. Yeah. Yes. Because and then, this is a small caveat. Uh, they found, figured out that it was, best to just program every AI with one singular purpose because if you put input multiple purposes they kind of you know uh, get into conflict with one another and they get confused so if you only have one purpose they no longer get confused everything works fine and so that was her singular purpose that was her singular purpose but they also like uh, like Jeremy said she was also the first uh, autonomous AI to ever exist and so she eventually, be, with the help of, of the teddy bear, which I will echo, Kevin, uh, when, that te- the te- when the cube guy first came, yeah. it, re- it reminded me of all the annoying shitheads yes. in video games. Yes, I, I, I immediately thought of Persona, Teddy, <laughs> yes. fucking, yes. but far more annoying. Like, Teddy was annoying, but kind of cute in the end. But, like, yeah, he is just the, annoying. And the, I, I, I thought of the, Danker and Rompa as well. Like, that yeah. annoying Teddy. The, uh, or the, the, the what is that? The, in, in the older Zelda games, Navi or whatever. Oh, Navi. Thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, or the, or, or the, uh, the Peter Dinklage version of the assistant robot in Destiny. He, you know, <laughs> oh, he, that he guy. Came out, yeah, yeah, he came out yeah, as, yeah. Uh, the cube floating around with the eye. Yeah, 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 and I, I was like, is guy. this motherfucker about to talk to me about wizards from the moon? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so it's, I don't know if they did that on purpose, though. But that's so uh, bad. Like, he was like throughout like tw- two or three minutes shot. No, no, like machine gun style, one word after another exposition. It's like, why? Yes. Why would you do that? It's like so annoying. 
as a as a gamer and as an anime watcher, I was spamming start on my non-existent controller. Yeah. Like, no, shut I, I kept on doing escape, but it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It just kept taking my browser out of full Why screen is mode. It working. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting you guys bring that up because uh, I'm usually always on board with that, but uh, maybe. Maybe I have rose-colored glasses because I am uh, admittedly a sucker for action, robots, uh, this type of setting, right? So I didn't it, – it wasn't uh, overly noticeable to me, but now that I think, think of it, I have to agree. There was a lot of exposition, and a lot of it was delivered via – Right, but it, Teddy. that didn't last very long, though. That was the cool part, right? Because they're eventually, I think episode two or whatever, she she stops and does some like internalizing of the situation, uh, and basically tells the teddy bear to shut up, and then starts running up the stairs during that part before they blew the building up. Yeah, and after that, the uh, you know the teddy guy basically is just a. He he became my perception anyway. Is he became just a connection to the future, so that she could judge whether or not what she was doing was actually making a difference. Right. So this Teddy, this AI, uh, comes from the future. Uh, she has her mission. She's supposed to make people sing. That's what she's doing. But uh, she doesn't have a crowd right now, and she does have a more a larger goal to go because they are in this park, this giant park. It's called Nia Land. Uh, it's sort of like an amusement park, I guess. Uh, so she does have a larger goal. She's like, I want to be on the main stage, like you know, center field. Uh, right now, she's singing sort of like in a cramped little alley with with church pews and. Nobody ever shows up, but she keeps singing anyway. In a like that... a little local amusement park where only kids go regularly, and they already saw her once, so they don't even show up anymore. Kind of <laughs> right. So this, so uh, this, uh, we're supposed to believe it's this super advanced AI from 100 years in the future shows up, and it's like, hey, uh, AI like fucking slaughters humanity, and I'm here. And I need your help to prevent that. So, one well, thing uh, a fun it detail. leaves me with is questions. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> a fun detail about that. Um, the reason why uh, this singing um, AI was chosen uh, as basically the savior of the human race to, pre to prevent the AI uprising that will slaughter all of humanity was because she's the oldest like she's still like she was still uh active uh during that uprising during the apocalypse like 100 years later uh, right oh that's yeah the right. Only during that reason. scene There's, with the guy getting not, shot and she's he's not a, yeah she's not capable like like scott you said like uh she turns into the scott robot and that's true like she she does like really fine but like all she really does is like take the blows. Like she keeps on taking blows, but she's not really fighting back. She's not like true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's she's, a, that's she's a like, port, an important point, I think. She's, she's fast. She wasn't, she she's wasn't John Wick at all. Yeah, she wasn't John Wick at all. She was just she, using she, she, her yeah. extra human traits 
to like yep. stop hold your, things. Hold hold your hold your thought on that, <laughs> Scott. Mm. Because uh, I watched the first five episodes. Oh. Actually, about I got about eight minutes into episode Ooh. six. I know, right? Oh, it's like, I got. I was enjoying three. the ride. Yes, it's not bad. But I gotta so, say, three is very different again. Like it's like uh, uh, the first two uh, uh, is like one little uh, introduction story, kind of get puts you uh, onto the path, and the third one is like, all right, now we're telling a story. Like that's super, super, totally yeah, different. It's kind of disjointed. Uh, yeah. I think the only way that you could tell that the 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 third episode was actually 15 years into the future. Uh, well, two reasons. One is the the guy that the scientist guy that she come, comes in to get checked um, is now white, white haired yeah. and balding. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he said something about 15 years, but it was like this yeah. really side sort of a side comment. Yeah. Because I again with the disjointed part, I was like, I was like, what is going on? Why is she yeah. all this shit? She's in space now? Like, what the hell is happening? But but I can kind of understand with the uh, time jumps that are so drastic because they kind of want to tell, like, this 100-year mm-hmm. saga story, right? Because it's like, that's her timeline. 100 years until apocalypse. And that's her time that she has to prevent Right, it. so... So, kind of making that 15-year jump in episode 3 can make sense. true true unless you wanted like a 200 episode exactly it's still not going so a couple things you have stuff. going on here is um you know, uh then you it sort of quickly sort of transitions into uh it's a series of time jumps uh, which sort of creates this feel of um, independent adventures that she's on, uh, because the 15-year time jump is not the only time jump. <laughs> so yeah, I bet. The, the, nec- the next time jump is a five-year time jump. So okay. Um, and I'm sure we'll we'll get uh, a few more time jumps <laughs> later on. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. And th- so the story. One of them will be 66. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, so the 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 each episode story kind of feels independent, right? In a sitcommy manner, like because oh, good point. It's like this. It looks like it blended into this formula where it's like, okay, here's the next episode. Uh, somehow, in some kind of um slightly funny humorous way uh teddy shows back up and he's like and he annoys vivi uh but then he's like but then they explain go ahead it's i'm sorry i have to interrupt right now because this is the the quantum leap of anime dude it kind of is it yeah i see it I see. I that. didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even realize that they were do- going for this. Um, it very much is a s- sort of episodic storytelling. It is like that. It totally is. I I don't know why I dropped the ball on that because I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal something that is maybe embarrassing. I might lose me points, but I fucking love Quantum Leap, dude. 
I had the Quantum Leap on. I had the whole set one time on DVD, man. Quantum Leap was my jam. Quantum Leap was the best, man. It was good, man. But yes, you have yes, you have that formula where each episode's there's an overarching story and a major goal, but it blended quickly into like okay. Teddy shows up, annoys Vivi, but then Teddy's like, and then it's like somehow a mention or, or somehow projecting to the viewer that, oh, oh, it's five years later now? Okay. And then it's like, um, it's this idea of, of like, which maybe I should have mentioned earlier, the singularity project. It's like, we need to prevent the great AI human war a hundred years from now. And it's all because, you know, we call it, seen and, and heard before where it's like in order to prevent this from happening there's a there are key moments throughout history we don't have to change everything we just have to change these key moments um and that's what's happening like a new episode but then there's like a lot of um and and whatnot but it's is teddy telling the whole truth uh Ooh. is he telling oh. the truth at all Time Good travel point, yeah. Time travel stories can be a bitch. I mean, I love my fair share of time travel stories. They can be a bitch. Yeah, I mean, he, Teddy he is does... uh, slightly sus. Teddy is slightly true, sus. True, true, very, very true. And he does admit in the first or He doesn't trust her and he, he has secrets. He, yeah. But, you know, the thing is what makes him interesting, though. Okay, because he's a fucking AI and robot, though. He's up front with it, like. Usually you wouldn't be upfront with that. That's I kind of like being honest and you know putting your cards on the table. But that's also because they're like fucking AI robots. They kind of operate on a different. Yeah, but I'm still sus. Level. I'm still I'm still suspicious of them. I mean, like, and, may, and maybe it's be just deceive. because I've. <laughs> well, it's also probably just because I've seen so many of these that I'm suspicious. It's sort of like, you know, it's like when you, if you watch enough of a certain genre, you can kind of start to guess the formulas and the patterns. You know what I mean? It's like you can kind of eventually guess the whodunits, right? If it's like a game of Clue, it's, you know, my brother was always good at that. And I think Scott's good at that, actually, with a lot of shows, uh, seeing, seeing where the show's headed and... Yeah, you, it's it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good point too because it's a she often doesn't believe him or will go against what he says. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So in the uh, uh, third episode, um, he says the only way to fix this is to kill her, kill her, the uh, blonde AI, because I guess she was responsible for the space. Oh, Alestra. I already forgot her name. It's like Alest. Yeah, Estella. There you Estella? go. Estella, Estella. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, and so and and she was like, she has a she has a conversation with Estella, and well, first of all, she says, "Well, I don't believe you." Straight up, she goes, "I don't believe you." Um, I think maybe she's being manipulated. Um, I'm not just going to kill her, right? And so it's, she's definitely not doing what the 
What the hell is his name? Matsumoto. Matsumoto. It's fucking Teddy. It's fucking Teddy. It's Teddy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Ted. Next thing oh, you know, Ted. he's gonna be banging chicks and stuff. But... <laughs> um, yeah. So she doesn't believe him, right? And says so it's it's not a far off concept that hey, guess what? This dude was actually, you know, the bad guy through the whole thing, right? Hey, oh, plot twist. Yeah, it's haven't just... seen that one before. I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Why not? Because I, it's like from lore perspective, it's far more plausible that it's like a, a, an AI with a singular purpose of doing this fucking thing. Well, they making this shit work, and 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 he doesn't trust her because he sees her as utterly incompetent for the task and just like the shittiest candidate. And, but, and he wants this shit to work, and he has to work with an incompetent subject, so he's like super sus, and it's like, fuck, man. Well, who sent fuck. him, right? So who sent him? You know what uh, I mean? Who th- sent this, him in the this, first? this one, I don't know, this one weird uh, scientist. That scientist at the very star, beginning, yeah. Got, 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 yeah. got killed. Yeah, who is that guy is the question, yeah, right? Yeah, who is that who guy? Who is that what, guy? You know, who is your daddy? I and think what I already know. That's a good question. That's those are the questions. I think I I those think I already know because it's because it is. I mean, well, you cheated, you cheater. <laughs> yeah, you cheater. It, with it's the episode bit, five. It's a bit. I, uh, what the kids are saying these days. It's a bit sus, right? Because he they they go from the scene uh, where she is shaking Teddy's hand and they're agreeing to be on the same team. And then it flashes. The very next scene is her getting thrown against the wall, and he's like in a construction bot, you know, ripping her arm off and shit. Yeah. And she is trying to save a plane that she knows is going to crash. And and uh, one of the little girls that was her biggest. Oh, that fan. was yeah. Right, Tragic. and so he well he goes. We aren't supposed to change, uh, the future. The little things. We're not supposed to change. Well, he just says straight up, we're not supposed to change the future. And and I immediately, I hit pause in the show and I was like, really? What Did the fuck? That? Yeah. I, I was he... like, what the fuck? Your whole purpose is to stop a war that basically yeah. decimates humanity. That's changing I, the future. I, I thought like his message was, we're not here to, you know, change the little things or every like little uh, in, injustice that we can. That the only thing that really matters is to uh, like change this ai operating thing everything else just uh, i mean it's still questionable even if that yeah, yeah. You know, I, uh, but yeah, that was what i caught like got from that scene i gotcha okay so maybe i could have interpreted it uh, incorrectly but still uh i mean even if you're the ultimate computer you're talking about a hundred years of events with one very influential piece of the pie dude you can you believe 100 years that little annoying, shitty, arrogant supercomputer teddy bear always popping up every fucking day being, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> you should be doing it this way. Wizard 100 years. A fucking 100 years. You know what? This anime is going to be bullshit if, if Vivi doesn't turn out at the end being the one destroying humanity because of fucking Teddy. So she just snaps, man. She just, she like uh, prevents the original reason for the apocalypse, but then she turns into the Terminator. 
Apocalypse becomes the new Apocalypse. I think there's a lot of questionable stuff. Like, like just what Scott just finished talking about. Um, it's just one of, of different things that uh, might not might be hard to nail down. But as I'm watching the show and everything, just these little moments flitter by. And I'm just like left thinking back to them like how does that exactly fit because i'm trying to i'm trying to be like thinking to myself like okay like maybe it doesn't maybe i'm trying to be too scientific and think about all this stuff and and make it make perfect sense and i have to wait because you know how that is wait for the payoff or whatever that this stuff builds towards but there are there it leaves me with questions there's these little things like that that happen like he teddy talks about changing the future and then not changing the future and then but then it's like we have to prevent this spaceship from crashing but it does crash it's like you know what i mean it's like i don't know it leaves me just feeling like weird it's like yeah and why right well i don't know if maybe i wasn't paying attention to that part but why why are they stopped trying to stop the spaceship from crashing evidently it's it's part it's it's part a major key event that that eventually causes yeah. okay but and it's how? like but the weird but how? that's the weird you know, thing there's none of that i know that's the weird thing right it's like the okay it's like in teddy explains in the original timeline uh estelle crashes the ship but then he even goes on to explain about how it crashed into the ocean so it didn't like kill anybody right but then it's like in their timeline, it's it still fucking crashes, or like I guess it burns up in the atmosphere because they separated the bits of it in space, so all the bits individually burned up in the atmosphere. But I'm well, like, that's go ahead. No, sorry. no, no. I was just gonna repeat myself, but it's like what? Okay. <laughs> that's well, that's super weird, right? Because I don't know if you think about it logically. Uh... The, the post sort of news media that would come out of an AI causing the spaceship full of humans to crash would be bad sorry. news. Yeah, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. I don't but, I know you guys but, can hear that shit but, in the background but, of my bed. But, but, um, context matters. Like, in the original timeline, before this happened, like this uh, semi-popular politician wanted to pull uh, uh push through this uh the naming law this bill yeah the naming law which gave like uh, ai personalities through names and with like this personality personhood and therefore rights and like like the biz big step towards actual you know self like human rights almost uh, yeah uh, yeah responsibilities but also freedoms and personhood uh within the law and everything uh big thing big push like all passionate and the fun part was he only did it for the votes. He wasn't passionate about the subject himself at all. Uh, but he got killed in the original timeline, and that kind of rallied uh, uh, AI and humans, like, uh, bleeding hearts together. Because, like, oh, man, this is terrible. Like, the, the bigots got, like, this cool dude, like, forward-thinking. And in, in that context, you can kind of paint this terrorist attack by the AI as like a retribution for that like uh, you know 
can kind of uh, soften but that doesn't, the that doesn't happen though. They changed that. Yeah, exactly. Now killed. it's now it's different. Exactly. Yeah, you're so right. Now, now what the heck is now, the point? Now it's a, a different. Uh, that's a, a that's a thing, right? So, um, speaking upon that first episode or whatever, the first two. It's like we have to prevent the naming law from becoming a law. That that can't happen. But then flash forward and then what to the next episode and it's 15 years later, right? Teddy shows up and there's this dialogue scene where it's like, we, hey, we prevented that from happening. And Vivi's like, yeah, but they kind of did something very similar and it kind of made things worse. So it's like, it's still happening. It's like, so is that what it's going to be? Why am I listening to you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it, but the way they keep talking about it, at least the way Teddy talks about it is like one. Okay. One way I think you could think about it is like, Oh, the naming law thing did, it didn't, we prevented it, but then the similar thing happened, and so it's like, oh, we have to try again. But I don't think that's what Teddy was going after. Teddy was like, I'm going to be with you through this all, through the long haul, and we and we have to prevent a bunch of shit from happening. So it's sort of like he already knows it, that there's going to be multiple events, but yet these multiple events are just kind of like... In the end, it's like not working. <laughs> I don't know. It's a... Well, I mean, that's that's a big problem, I think, when it comes to these like uh, time travel exactly. sort of stories. time travel is not bullshit. It's not get <laughs> exactly. It, 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 <laughs> the problem is once you change one thing, it's like this ripple effect. All of a sudden, like all of this previous knowledge doesn't actually apply anymore. But storytelling wise, it always does. Because the big events have to be reoccurring, uh, but uh... yeah, yeah. I mean, you could take uh, like a real life sort of thing. Is like, a, uh, I don't know, uh, what what would happen if you know some big big figure from from actual real history was like somebody went back in time and assassinated them, whether it's uh, the the fucking big Russian guy or Hitler or whatever. Uh, what would happen right i don't know yeah i don't know and and i don't care how many computers you have you know maybe it's they maybe will tell change. you scott the computers will know yeah. the ai it will doesn't tell matter us. if you believe the computers they know the they computers, just know everything. they fucking know man they know the ones and the zeros and that's the fucking that's right this message all, brought to you by skynet all that's all that matters <laughs> well yeah, and, I, and well, I think, and, and just to sort of finish my my point about the problem with this uh, time traveling storytelling process is, uh, it's it, it's kind of a lazy cop out too because you can you can you can tell whatever story you want to, and then push some sort of a bullshit conclusion that's like, well, this happened because of this time point branched off into this different time point, you know, and, and so you yeah, can kind of oh obfuscate God. a good let's, story or I'm sorry, not... you can obfuscate a shitty story with 
a bunch of silly plot points that don't make sense. Let's not focus on the time traveling in the time traveling anime, okay? Because um, time that sucks. <laughs> Let's not focus on the time traveling. Okay. Well, let me bring up a question that Kevin had. Why put tits on a robot? Oh, I was going to answer this. Yes. Wait, I got it. So, hmm. um, one reason, uh, and I'm going to try to be very like academic about it and like serious, is um, uh, we exist in a world of genders, and uh, at least historically, a female the female genders represented certain ideals like um, compassion and maybe even being docile, right? Like obedient. So, like to have like to have like well to have like female teachers and female doctor or nurses and doctors and stuff like that. That's hey, I'm just. Be an academic about it. Don't don't hate the don't hate the player. The hate the game. Like uh, what I've heard is like it's like a psychological thing that like uh, is supposed to take away the fear from the unknown and like be uh, supposed to make people more accepting of these types of tools that walk around and talk and seem kind of human but aren't really. Yeah, I mean they could make an AI that had like. Uh, twenty but fucking that had like twenty fucking arms that could do like that could multitask but, out the wazoo. But I don't want I don't want to be like in an alley look, facing a robot that looked like fucking Cthulhu look, coming at me. Look, look, <laughs> I, I look, I get it, I get Cthulhu it. Cthulhu robot. But I I honestly believe in humanity. All right, I have a strong belief in humanity. Humanity could absolutely cope with all kinds of wonky ass psycho robots just utilitarian motherfuckers uh that like are just not humanoid at all and uh, they could cope as long as they're useful and they work they would totally fucking dig those fuckers after a certain period and uh i i just don't see any media uh you know giving that angle a go it it happens once in a blue moon. I think I think that yeah, I think you're right. I think you you could be right. I see both of your points. Uh first of all, my knee jerk reaction to that question that you had originally, you know, why put robots or tits on a robot is because I like tits. Yes, yes. Uh which is the obvious uh sort of answer coming from a crow magnon person such as myself. Um but I can see both. I can see both points, right? There's a. I think it depends on what the AI would be doing, right? Because the. Uh, uh, I mean, if you take sort of like a speaking of crow magnet, if you take a caveman and put him in modern society, he would probably be scared shitless if you put him on the side side of a freeway. All of these giant Absolutely. scary machines. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we and get, we get over and we it don't after care. a while. Yeah, we don't care. We get We got used to it. Uh, but at the same time, like, like Jeremy said, right? You don't want an AI caregiver, uh, to look like some sort of a fucking wild ass, like attack robot. So I think it, it depends on the task that the AI I'd is be, doing. I mean, if I trust the robot, I'd feel safe. Like, God, dude, no one's going to mess with me with this fucking robot. 
around. Dude, look at this. I'm just talking about looks. I'm not. I'm not saying it's actually like a Chuck Norris robot. <laughs> it just looks like Chuck Norris. Which but all it does is vacuum. It's, it's like a vacuum Chuck Norris. People won't fuck with the vacuum Chuck Norris. <laughs> true, true. So it's like the boob. Beware of dog sign. <laughs> I want to. I want to take it back a little bit. Um, kind of this anime as a as a whole is I felt was really well produced. I think it's good. I think it's got a lot going for it. Mm. Like I really like the music. Yeah. Um, Very good high production. Values. I really do. Yeah. I really do like the writing. Like at, t at times it's hard to keep up with it, but there is some obvious moments. Where there's some like really witty writing and uh, in the dialogue and stuff, so I think all that's good. I don't really have any major complaints. I even started to generate this idea that like, wow, this is in its own way kind of um, trying to be a very a very big anime, sort of in the what in the realm of Ghost in the Shell. So I, in my mind, I started comparing it to Ghost in the Shell. Uh, and, yeah, um, now, I if I compare it to Ghost in the Shell, I don't think it's up there. I think it's, I think it's, it's like I think it's doing a great job. It's time travel, though. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's gonna be not. Nice, right? <laughs> I, I think it's doing a great job. I just think uh, it's not in my mind. It's not. It's not up to Ghost in the Shell level. It's sort of like, but it may be trying to sort of like, you know, kind of hide in Ghost in the Shell's shadow a little bit as as far as like how well everything's put together. Um, as Apart from that, I'm suspicious. Even though the writing is good, when I say good, I mean dialogue mostly. I'm just talking about interactions. Like I love love the way they're talking and, and in general. But as far as like the... the overarching story or what appears to be the overarching story being developed story-wise i'm a little suspicious like I, i'm i'm gonna have to wait towards the end right to see if these i these complications i have in my mind about like well about what we just discussed whether they come true or not because you know it's like well what the fuck is going on really it's like they prevent the crash the crash still happens like what exactly changed that to be better, I, I think that's a, I think that's a detriment of the episodic storytelling that they're going with, right? It ends up because of the way it it, it sort of like uh, seems like it's kind of trying to do this standalone stories for each episode uh, means that it can be a bit disjointed, mm -hmm. um, because of that, you know. But I I will agree with you. Some of the writing is cool because I in the beginning I was watching it and I was like. Oh, is this going to be uh, like a commentary on a Japanese idol culture? You know, because everyone's like, oh, you suck. This sucks. You suck. And she's like, well, that's my mission to sing. You know, and everyone's like, oh, you're terrible. And then she was talking to somebody over the radio that was just like, why do you keep doing this? You know, uh, so I was like, oh, commentary on idol culture. Uh, but that, I mean, that was before all the action parts and before the Roombas beat the shit out of that guy, which made me feel yeah. Okay, so speaking of, uh, let's talk about the more psychological uh, aspects because it it registered on my brain at different times. Uh, maybe what's going on here, possibly symbolically. 
or the the overall themes uh did either of you have opinions on like well let me ask you this first scott uh what what themes are vibing with you uh, well here's the, th the thing is i don't know for the same reasons that you you just mentioned like i don't know it, it seems like they bring stuff up and then just kind of uh, they bring stuff up like the possible idol culture uh, uh angle and then they just they just drop it and and i don't see it again maybe that comes together later uh you know like a lot of uh a lot of writing technique or a lot of writers use that technique where they they show like pieces of the story in the beginning you know and you get halfway through the book and then it, you get the aha moment where the, all the pieces connect and you're like oh this is the reason why that 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 and that happened aha uh, but right now yeah yeah aha but right now man uh the overall i the overall thing is like i don't know you know is it is it you know hey robots aren't that bad you just got to make sure that you know they stay controlled or is mm -hmm. it is it a commentary on modern society like why do you even need all these robots all over the place you know i i have no idea I, there's so many different ideas that are sort of up in the air right now that it's it's hard for me to tell okay what about you kevin you, you got anything to add to that hmm. Hmm. i know slave robots seem like kind of neat but uh very well spoken kevin thank you uh they do actually they do seem, seem kind of neat i wouldn't mind my own vivi like put her in the closet when i'm done no. with it's like the vacuum cleaner oh no. See, i went there i i don't understand why i have to feel weird for not wa wanting like human robots uh, roaming around my house and shit like I want like some fucking R2D2s, maybe like some fucking beep-bop, beep-bop motherfuckers. Like, so oh, I see. That's what I want, my shit. What like, is that? Is that the is that the singularity, Jeremy? Is that what it is? When whenever I was, human I was gonna and machines come together. No, it's when. Well, it's the thing. It. So the singularity it. point. Um, I'm gonna have to look at it back up, but. The singularity point is basically, a, I think that's the one where, when robots outperform, when robots exceed humanity. Oh, okay. I think I believe that's it. Uh, you might want to Google that it's, it's, <laughs> real so it's quick. Armageddon. It's, yeah, it's, I have to Google. But, it. but, yeah, there's, there's a term for but it. But Kevin, it's, it's it's the apocalypse. Kevin, you brought up a good uh, something I w I wanted to uh, ask you guys. Uh, just a little thing about like you you're like why does it have to be humans and but I want R2D2 but let me th that episode where they're on the the what was it the sunrise the space the space hotel like how would you feel like try to get real here try to like be real how would you feel if you're like a group of 50 people you show up on a fucking space station or wherever let's say anywhere but but I'm trying to paint. I'm trying to like paint the picture, like really. And and you show up, uh, whether it's at Disney World or in a hotel or in, in a space hotel, and you show up. Maybe there's 50 or 100 of you, but really, you know, in the back of your head, you know that there's one or 200 or 300 just robots 
running around doing everything and they're doing and they're repairing the equipment they're cooking your food like let's like right how how is that going to make you feel like are you going to be okay with it i wouldn't mind you wouldn't it's a tool like we like this is the thing like uh, uh we trust in tools like for how long now like fucking since we made fire like why should i stop now like uh, if if we test it and we we like all right this works pretty much most of the time then i'm i'm fine with it we're man. talking about tools um, that can uh very closely mimic you and yeah. have all the autonomy of you they're very good fucking tools yeah they're very good you, tools you just said you were you just said you wanted R2D2 robots, though. Yeah, like th that's the, like the thing is this. Uh, of course, when um, this is what I was getting at because I, think I, I can, had a I can go with I... C3PO because like sometimes like hands are really useful and shit. Like it, it it always depends on like what's more useful for the task at hand. But also like R2D2 can do get some shit done. All right, like you know specific right. stuff. Right. So yeah. the. I just looked it up, and the term is the uncanny valley. Oh, that's it. Yes, yes. okay. Valley, yeah. yeah, and that's uh, – I just read, so, like quickly skimmed this article, and it, there's actual uh, like robotic scientists that work at universities and stuff who get creeped out by some of the stuff that they're working on because these robots look very human, but they don't quite uh, move and act like a human. And so it's like creepy. It's called the un uncanny valley. That's... And I think that's, I think that's what you were talking about, Kevin. Where you're like, hey, you know, I don't want these robots walk walking around my house that look like my mom, mm. but don't quite act like my mom. Mm. You're yeah, ta uh, you're talking like R two D two C three P O. You know, C three P O is not uncanny valley level. Exactly. No, that's what I mean. You've got to, yeah. you're like you gotta like, you gotta put yourself there. Okay, let's say. You're going – you went to, well, wherever in Germany. <laughs> you're going to have to bear with me. Let's say you go – you went out of state, and you're like, eh, I'm going to go to the beach, and I get this hotel, and there's probably hundreds of people that live. But there's also hundreds of AI, and you got to be real about this now. You're, you go and you check into the hotel. You, there might be hundreds of people there, but the reality is you don't see them all. Everyone's everywhere, like, right? Uh, what you see, what I see is like some days at a hotel, I check in, um, I'm like, okay. And I, I'm like, oh, I'm on in room 304. I hit the, hit the hotel, uh, the, uh, elevator button. And sometimes there's nobody in the elevator, but let's say there's always going to be a robot standing in that elevator. Uh, and then when you get off the elevator, you might not see other human beings in the hallway, but you're walking down to your room. And there's always maid robots walking by you. Like, is that going to color your perception? You know, like, how are you going to feel about that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, are you – because question. especially – Loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it totally depends. On like uh, what vibe it gives off, how much you trust uh, the the circumstances. It can like, w dude, like uh, same with police and shit. Like, 
are you being like is it like you're being feel like you're being watched or do you feel like you're being protected like uh and like well i don't know i'm asking happens. you if you feel like you're being watched yeah, or do you feel like you're being protected would, how the fuck would i know like i would hope that i would well like, okay trust the here shit. i guess i'm being a little more um on the on, on the surface about how would you feel if you were at a at a at a local park there's trees and people camping but then you go you're walking down a trail and all of a sudden a 300 pound black bear jumps out in front of you right and then the trusty ai android pops out of the bushes <laughs> and like fire and they're like fuck yeah that's a good tool, that's a good tool. oh my god all right best answer okay Best answer. Yeah, I think I think what Jeremy's getting at is the the whole uncanny valley conversation, yeah. and it's uh, it's hard to tell. I think for me, it's hard to tell. I I'm a sci-fi geek, so I'm like, hey, that's super cool. You know, maybe I can afford a sex robot in the future, and then I can get a divorce and live my life how I want. Yeah, the sex robots. Just kidding. <laughs> of <course>. uh, <laughs> so, but it's hard to tell, right? Because uh. I'm not exposed to something like that. Uh, I have watched some YouTube videos of like these crazy Japanese robots and stuff that uh, are being worked on, and I won't lie, dude, it's creepy. Yeah, I've seen some of it too. Yeah, it's super creepy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, at this point in time, or I'm sorry, at the imagined point in time that you're talking about, you know, I would have, I would think that they would be much more like Vivi, where it's like, okay, they're or, or or the Vivi's like predecessors or successors, uh, rather, where they're far more human. The only reason why you can tell they're robots is they have that little light on their neck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that's something that they point cool. out to a lot. So a lot of the psycho, more psychological stuff or themes that I think might be going on that I at least have crossed my mind were like um, these. Maybe they're really super basic uh, themes of like who's really human, who's not. Uh, they're presenting these. Uh, they're presenting these circumstances, right? Where it just feels odd. But all I keep thinking is like, okay, there's going to be some like good payoff here with where they're going to slap me in the face with like that old precept of like. Who's really the bad guy? Like, you know, oh, the robot's actually more human than human. Blah, you know, that kind of uh, shtick. So that that's kind of the main thing that's been going through my mind when I, as I've been watching it. You just triggered my internal Rob Zombie. More human than yeah. human. It's a good song. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I mean, I don't know, man, to... to kind of recap my overall opinions it's like i really like the show i think i think it's going to hold up for a while anyways as being it's going to prove itself as being a, a really good competent show because it's so well produced and so well made and the, it, it, the story's good enough i don't think it's ever going to achieve the heights of ghost in the shell and i think it's I'm assuming right now, I'm guessing it's going to prove to have these plot holes uh, that you said earlier, too, will be easy enough to uh, 
time travel stories offer the safety net of uh, of like being plot hold protection. So they do. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's I. It'll work out in the end, folks. Don't worry. I think. I mean, I think through the the element of uh, suspension of disbelief and the plot hole protection you get from time travel stories, I. I think it'll. I think it'll be a really great show. I think. I think it'll probably. I'm assuming it's going to end up being a really great show that people love for years and years. But it, it'll never. It'll never be as good in my mind as Ghost in the Shell. It'll never be as good as Super I think so. Mario. I, I, <laughs> I also think the robots are coming, boys. You know, maybe. Maybe not before I go blind from watching too much hentai. So, uh, I don't think are, so. I don't think so. I'm gonna be a fucking optimist and say the fucking robot slaves are coming, baby. Oh yeah, doing all our laundry, doing all the fucking. Well, sure, things. but that's... that that is more optimistic than my thing. I'm not, I'm not saying the robots are gonna come and kill you. I'm just saying they're coming. Oh, they. Oh yeah, they're coming. Oh, I, I thought. I thought they were coming like in your ass, you know. Really <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I, I that depends. Like, that wasn't... that that fixture costs extra, and I'm not sure I'm willing to pay and, extra. Uh, that seems horrible enough to me to you know discount that as a. Speaking on a real note here, guys. Um, Kevin mentioned the whole art. I uh, like R two D two and beep beep the little guys running around on wheels and stuff. Versus the uh, uh, the humanoid ones. So in reality, let's 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 talk about it. In reality, uh, Scott, you're saying the robots are coming, and I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, they're, we're already halfway there, in my opinion. So, what are we looking at over the next fifty years? Let's say. Hmm. Fifty years. I don't think that's long enough to have very humanistic type robots in your house all the time right it's not going to be like uh in 50 years you'll have robots that can you know uh do the vacuum cleaning uh, on their own in an actually competent manner right so it's going to be more r2d2 beep beep robots yes definitely yes it's not going to be it's not going to be detroit become human that's going to take it'll be detroit become vacuum cleaner motherfucker detroit become chuck norris (laughs) vacuum cleaner yes Oh my god! But I think there's gonna there's we gotta have more time, more time, more we time because more because time. of the uncanny valley factor. We, need, we have Corona, guys. We need more time. <laughs> because of the uncanny valley factor, and you know these these uh, scientists who are actually working on human like AI robots, mm-hmm. uh, being creeped out by their own work. Uh, that's gonna have to be nailed down before some you know some rich dude goes off and pays 15 grand for a, a nanny robot you know it, it really does need to be extremely human because nobody's gonna buy that unless it doesn't scare the kids or make you feel creepy in your own living room right so the technology has to go very very far before they start commercializing right. okay let me let me get uh let's let's get dystopian next uh whatever next 
fifty to a hundred years. Like what? What's what? What are real? What do you think are? Well, what do you think are the realistic bad things that are that are in our near future here? Like realistically, are uh, what's going to happen fifty years from now? Uh, are we going to see on the news like uh, this just in um, at eight a.m. today? You know, uh, Jane Smith um, was killed by her Roomba. <laughs> I was about to say murdered by a Roomba. <laughs> like yeah, like oh, that's this is this is. I love this. I love this discussion now. So, I I don't. I think people, especially when it comes to uh, commercialized products, people are super duper duper risk averse, right? Because the first time a Roomba murders your grandma. <laughs> All of that shit is going to go away, and that company is going to go bankrupt. You yeah, know, it's, a it's con- like these. Uh, it's like the Teslas right now, mm. right? Those things are under some scrutiny because the, not because they're not functioning properly, but p- because people aren't using them properly, right? The people that go to sleep on the freeway and let the Tesla driving work, you know, these assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, those are coming under fire because of that, but. The day that it says, hey, I was driving and I was uh, – or, or the driver was, was doing everything properly and the the car just all of a sudden flipped out and ran <laughs> the, into a wall. Randomly. The car all of a sudden <laughs> – the car yeah. all of a sudden like right? didn't stop at the, the gas station. Car. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the car <laughs> locked my doors and told me, I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. And then drove me into a <laughs> <Yes>. lake. <laughs> exactly. That's when Tesla's going to go under. I don't care how much their stock is. If their car kills people maliciously. Yeah. <laughs> or even by accident when they're being used as they should, right? And you know, we're not talking about we're not talking about uh, little Jimmy uh using the Chuck Norris vacuum robot as a sex toy <laughs> and he gets electrocuted. You know, we're talking about little Jimmy's playing video games and the Chuck Norris robot comes in and just punches <laughs> the fucking Punch him in the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, we do. We do have right. a system of like recalls here in America, right? Like, I mean, that's it covers all kinds yeah, of yeah. stuff. Sacrifices must be made. For the I mean, as, as far that's as vehicles true. go, which we were kind of talking about, it's like and little Timmy would have done his part. <laughs> you know, he would to have further the human race. Good you're job, right. little Timmy. Good job. Wow, little dude, Timmy. you're totally evoking portal vibes there. It's like uh, not everybody survived, but you know, science got done. Science got done, bitch. It's like, it's like well, science. Is, it's what what what's the lyrics for that song? Science got. Done. It's like, oh shit! I'm forgetting the lyrics to the Portal One theme song, but that's essentially what it is, right? It's oh. like, it's like, uh, not a, That's the gist of it. Not ev- not everyone lived, but they furthered science. So. It's all good. Well, uh, you know, really, it's it's interesting. I know Kevin was joking, but it's interesting because uh, to to sort of put a different spin on this whole idea, uh, aviation works in very much the same way, and that's why test pilots are considered these super brave people. Mm. Uh, because if you look at the history of like new types of aircraft, uh, many people die Dude, yeah. testing like- them. But boy, though, I, and like, without them doing it, without them doing it and and dying, can you believe, we wouldn't get the information can you believe to make them better. People 
did that, like, they get, got into a hunk of metal that other people that are smarter than them told them, yeah, you can fly with this, but we haven't tried it before. We think it yeah. works. And they were like, all right. <laughs> exactly. Like, they did that. And not only did they do that, they even did that without a space. They were like, all right, we got this tin can. It's really big. And we got, like, this fucking rocket with, like, whew, really strong. <laughs> and we got, the, like, these suits. It's fine. It'll work. I know <laughs> exactly. you're smart. I know exactly. you're smart. You can follow our th fucking things. It's gonna yep. work. And then they and then they die in a fiery ball of 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 hell, and uh, science gets done. Uh, that's right. What was <laughs> I, I? It took me forever to remember. It was the science gets done, and we make an eat gun for the people who are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh, it just took me way too many uh, attempts at that. But yeah, okay, we're we're kind of. I love that last uh, that last spiel on taking it into the realm of like reality and robots, AI. That's a good. That's a good uh, cap, nightcap for the episode. A any last thoughts? No. Uh, yeah, I ha well, I have one. Uh one one parting thought and uh, that would be when can i buy a sex robot that looks like kevin Dang. oh that that's a that's an interesting concept because there might be a there might be um uh you know how today we have like fraud protection right and in, in the near future yeah. we might have like you know a lot of protective services under the things of likeness and that uh, so you oh. might you might not be able to do that, dude. Like if you went and been like, hey, you True. know, like mold me this and make me this, and I want it to look like Kevin, they might need his permission, his explicit permission. I I might have to go to a back alley in Tijuana to buy a Kevin sex. That's box. what's gonna happen. Exactly. That's... They'll, they'll just make knockoffs. China always does it. Giant knockoff Chinese Kevin sex box. Yep. It'll be like instead of the Roomba, it's gotta be the Boomba. They don't ask. They just do. <laughs> uh. The Boomba. Well, uh, like I've got some fucking final thoughts, and that's like good outro, but no fucking intro. What the fuck? What does? What I know. This so, uh, oh, okay. Shit. This is excellent. I love this. Kevin makes a good, a very, very good point here. The intro does not start until episode four. You will see the intro in episode four. Oh, yes. they take like what is up with that? They take four episodes. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good point. Until they yeah. show the fucking yes. intro. Uh, what the fuck three. Yes, and I'm not going to take up a whole lot of time here, but um, it's a it's in my opinion it's it's an okay intro. It's better than I thought it was going to be it's based on okay. episode one through three. Because I thought it, I thought it was going to be this like slow, sappy, not fun thing, but it the intro is actually a bit more lively, a bit rocky. Reminds me a little bit of a good pumpy, like pump up the jam kind of song you might see on a JRPG, like for the first time. Um, Anime CNC Music Factory. Uh, yeah, I guess. Pump. Up yeah, there the you jam. go. <laughs> pump, pump. Yes. Exactly. It's actually, it's actually, it, I don't know, for whatever reason, when I finally saw the intro in episode four, I was like, eh, it didn't like, the visuals didn't blow me away, to be honest. The song is, is not bad. And it just reminded me of playing like old JRPGs, you know. 
But yeah, so if you want to see it, Kevin uh, and anyone else, you're gonna have to wait till episode four. But having said that, uh, I you know I think we've uh, we've done a great job with this episode. Um, who's next, Scott? Are you up next? Mm, yes, I think yeah, it is my turn. So uh, next up is is Anohana colon oh. the flower we saw that day. Now, this is a good one. This is one that I've seen already, uh, but I want to know what you guys think. And I want to know what you guys think just based off of the first few episodes. I'm not saying you can't, obviously, watch more if you feel like it, uh, but this is a slow burner. So this, you know, next episode may be boring or it may be a lot of shit talking. Uh, one of my favorite animes, but it is a slice of life slow burner. So, oh no it's, pressure! Uh, one of your favorite animes. Okay, all right. So, you should destroy. So we need to stay tuned Give for Anohana. The what is it? Anohana, the flower. The flower we saw that, that we day. saw that day. Okay, but um, what do you want to do with what do you want to do with this thing. sidebar episode? Are we going to actually do that next week? And then, oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yes. Okay, so. So, yes, so episode after the next ah, is going to be... Okay, so next week we're going to have uh, a, a bit of a special edition, a little sidebar, uh, and then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program with Scott. All right, I think that's great. Uh, so we'll see everyone uh, next week. Later, you sexy sex bots. <laughs>